Hi, Shalene. This is Karen Gilbert. I've been listening to your show for over a year now, and I have to give you lots of kudos and appreciation for the wonderful messages that you put out to all of us that listen to your podcast. You have a lot to offer, and I'm very appreciative for people like you in the world. I'm a 60-year-old woman, and I've worked for 30 years in higher education. And the COVID-19 pandemic has thrown me kind of out of sorts. I'm working remotely from home. I spend a lot of time alone. And just wanted to say how much your podcasts mean to me. And I hope that you and your family are all doing well. And I'll keep on listening. Thanks for everything you do. What's up, Buttercup? It is Shalene and Brett. Yep, we're in the car. We're recording this podcast in the car on a Wednesday. Well, because we have a lot of people in our home and we didn't want to have to tell them like, hey, everybody keep it down. So we thought, let's just jump in the car. There's a beautiful sunset. We're staying on our little drive right in front of our home. It's kind of like a long, what do you call this? Frontage road. Yeah, a frontage road. So the sound quality is probably pretty good. It's relaxing. We get to spend some quality time together in the car because there's no restaurants to go to. And we thought we would let you in on a conversation. Like, hopefully, you have your seatbelt on. We're in the front seat. And it's just like, you know, you're in the back seat. And we're all just like going for a ride and talking about what's going on. So let's do this. So, on my stories tonight, I asked, what is the hardest part about like this stage, like right now, where we're at? What's the hardest part for people? Okay, here's what they said. No date nights. I really miss alone time and connecting and going out on dates with my husband. Not being able to do all the things that make me feel normal. Not being around people. Not having enough help to keep the house going. I get that. Yeah. Bickering. Everyone's bickering. Everyone's bickering over what should be open, what shouldn't be open. What do you do? I do me. I'm wondering if things will ever be the same again. Unable to meet with my church and my family and my community and other people I care about in person. I'm really getting exhausted. I'm working too much, taking care of the kids, managing everything, cooking every single meal at home, doing the laundry, no housekeeper, no help, and I'm the teacher. Self-care, I really just want to have my hair done or go spend a nice relaxing dinner with friends. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of crazy what you take for granted. Just like going to a restaurant and having somebody come up and say, can I get you a drink? Yeah. Not knowing what's <clears throat> happening next. Not being able to take the kids to see their grandparents. Not knowing when I'll be able to go to the places I love to go to. Not knowing what's happening with my children next year. Wow. Oh, I bet you that's a big one. For people that have kids in K through 12. Yeah, waiting for everything to get back to normal. The balance between the slower pace and then also trying to find the motivation for the future. Oh, this is an interesting one. Trying to get my energy back because I've just returned to work and I really got used to the slow pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wondering if everything's going to be okay. No travel plans, 
Not sure what I get to look forward to. I know things aren't going to be normal, but what does the future look like? All right, so what are your thoughts on all this? Well, so the one thing that jumped out to me was that one scene, how much extra work, you know, no help, cooking all the meals, doing the teaching. And I saw that statistic last night on Bloomberg that she's a working mom, has just picked up 71 hours of work per week. So a household where there's parents and both parents work and there's a mom and a dad, they're both working extra hours. But based on studies, what they found is that the mom, is yeah. the wife is working 71 hours and the husband is working 52. Well, what, he needs to pick up the pace. That's what they said last night. They said oh. they literally said that the male needs to pick up the slack because the extra 21 hours or 19 Jeez. hours is all like school shoulders. and laundry and cooking and all that kind of stuff because she used to have help doing that and there was more of a pattern but now she has to do school yeah or somebody has to do school you know so you know uh, obviously we're not saying fellas i'm sure you're out there too and you're doing your thing that's just based on the research the majority of the extra hours are falling on your shoulders ladies and so if you're feeling exhausted couple of things you need to be aware of is your immune system. I mean, I've got so many friends that they're in the situation where it's like you can kind of run on adrenaline for a little while and you are just like, okay, well, everyone's doing it. We're just going to friggin' do it. And we just plow through and, and you're working your extra hours and you're homeschooling and every single meal is at home and you're doing the grocery shopping because you don't want to send everybody else out and the housekeeper isn't coming. It's a lot. It's everything. Well, I mean, think about it. If a normal work week is 40 hours and you're doing 71, you're doing a, a whole nother full-time job. Yeah, that's a lot. What do you think about, you know, so we're in Southern California and I think our state is one of the strictest. So there's nothing really that's open right now. No, if you rank the strictest areas, it's New York and California and Illinois and Washington are like the top four. New Jersey too. So we're experiencing a lot of change, you know, like right now we're just trying to figure out what's going to happen with Brock and Sierra, like in the next couple of weeks. Well, they won't have school this summer. No, they've already gone online for the summer. A lot of the California schools are already going online for the fall, but they haven't announced Brock's school. Brock's in the UC school system, but they, you know. But I mean, are they going to play football in the fall? I don't know. What's your guess? My guess is, well, there's two sides to this. The NCAA commissioner said, if there's no students on campus, then we're not going to play sports, which makes sense because how can you have kids that go to the university that are told, no, all your classes are online, stay at home, but your football team, you come to school and play. Like, how can you tell one group it's unsafe you, and another group it's safe? You can't do that. And, and the liability on that would be insane. So, okay. I, I, how much does the average university lose yeah. that isn't playing football in the fall? How much does that university lose? The Division One average is $70 million per school. That's the average. So, you know... Ball State might not be 70 million, but Alabama's a lot more than 70 million. So the average is across the board is 70 million. 
And the thing to remember is most of these conferences, you know, there's 10 or 15 schools in a conference. Mm -hmm. They pool the money, a lot of them, Mm. and then divide it up. You know, like the playoff money or bowl money and stuff like that. So they're losing all that. And what that does is, is that it doesn't cost the football program $70 million to run the Mm -hmm. football program. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it, it creates jobs and scholarships for all the rest of the sports. Mm. So if you're an assistant coach at a major university and you're an assistant coach for the volleyball or the softball or the swim, you're probably not going to get a job. You're going to probably lose your job if if they don't play football. That's crazy. Here's the other question is what about all these kids and parents who have their kids in private schools? Like when do the schools reopen? And if they do reopen, what does that look like? And so all these private schools, like the reason why you go to a private school is because of Mostly the environment and the religion and the practice and the discipline and, you know, and that's, well, sure. you know, most, I, I don't think it's mostly because of the religion. I mean, let's be honest. Well, for high school, most of the schools that are private are, are well, private. I know, but like, okay, let's be honest. People don't send their kids to a private school because they're like, oh, and they'll do mass. They oh. send them because it's a different type of kid and it's the environment, maybe, you know, or they wear uniforms, whatever. It's prestigious, whatever. So that my point is if you're not, and I know I'm going to get hate mail for that, but, you know, let's call a spade a spade. There's a lot of people who are like, they're not even religious, but they spend like $40,000 a year to send their kid to a private high school because it's like the high school to go to or whatever. You know that to be true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's the majority of the kids in the school. I think a lot of these Catholic schools and private schools, they're like a feeder. Like, so all the area churches feed to that high school and they just, they're just used to going to school with each other. And, but you know, you're right too. I mean, a lot of parents just want to send their kid to a private school so that they, on Friday night, when they go out, they can say, my kid goes to a private school. Yes. That's the fact. Okay. And so what would happen? I mean, that environment isn't there now. If these kids are going online, then they'll just... There's no prestige. Like, well, I'm paying thousands and thousands of dollars to take my high school kid online. What we already know... Have you heard anything about private schools? No, I I can't imagine high schools going back in the fall in California. That's crazy. Really? The mayor of Los Angeles said he doesn't anticipate there being anybody in stadiums watching football games or baseball games until there's a vaccine or something happens. How are we going to send kids back to school? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some of the other things people mentioned. What do you think? But do I think that's right? What? That's the other thing. You're asking me my prediction on the schools. I think that in California, the way it's going right now is if I was to bet, I would say that they are going to start in the fall, not in school. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's right. I think they should go back to school. Mm -hmm. Okay. Change for us, Mm -hmm. right? Like how is it affecting you? So let's talk about it. So Brock is home Mm -hmm. and he's going to be home indefinitely. Mm -hmm. He needs to go back up to his apartment and like what? Clean it out? I mean, I don't even understand. Well, he's under scholarship, so his scholarship check goes to that. Pay for rent, yeah. Pays for his rent. But I mean, how long, what's the earliest? Do we even know what the earliest? Well, at some point, they're going to have to make decisions on when school is, we're either going to play or we're not going to play. They have to make that decision. Now, you and I heard the other day that the Ivy League, 
there was somebody on the news thing and he was, it wasn't just like somebody speaking out of turn. They were involved with Cornell and they said that they have to make the decision whether they're going online or they're bringing students back to campus because they have to get everything ready Uh by June. June. Yeah. That's in two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's back to our family, right? So Brock is home and Sierra's home and I don't see any reason why, I mean, we're not paying for this apartment in LA. I don't want her up there in LA anyways with the whole city shut down and she has no classes to go to. It's all online and there's nothing open and there's no gyms open. I just don't think it makes sense. It's not safe. I wouldn't have Sierra up there by herself just hanging out. I wouldn't want her up there by herself. But she's also an adult, but she also doesn't have, isn't making enough money to support herself. So it's really kind of our decision. Yeah. And, and she's still in school, so I think she needs to move. Think about the fact that she's moving back home, and she's not going to dig that. No, and it might just be for a temporary time until things open up and her school opens back up, and then she can. But get temporary a time, I mean, realistically, we're not talking until mid fall. See, that's where I think they have to make these decisions because I don't think they go, "Oh yeah, we're going to start the school year." with online and then we're going to transition middle of the semester to well why not they did everything else transition i just don't think they'll do that i think that once they start they'll finish so like for instance if you're in a quarter system or a semester system in the college you're going to finish that quarter semester before they started again i don't think they're gonna like go hey all of a sudden come back to school it's just too much coordinating that has to go on it's going to be so hard for parents who just like indefinitely have to be figuring out this homeschool thing because soon, very soon, people are going to be able to return to their jobs. jobs. They'll be able to figure out jobs, but they won't have the kid thing figured out. So people will have to go back to the office. And now how are they supposed to homeschool? Like what in the... That's why I think our school system, they have to get back and get back to going to class and going to school. And that might be controversial. It's my opinion. You know, I haven't gone on all the sites to read about what this COVID affects, like age range, but I'm pretty sure that it's not affecting kids at a high rate. And it's an elderly thing. So maybe the older teachers are going to have to be, you know, they might have to look at that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have a young teacher, you know, he or she's in their 30s or 40s and they're healthy and you have all these kids and, you know, I just... I think the bigger issue, like, we don't even want to, I don't want to get into it because people are going to correct us and say, you're wrong, blah, 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 whatever. You guys don't need to correct us on that stuff. We know we don't know all of the details. Everybody has their own opinions too. And every doctor and every news station has a different opinion on all of it. That's fine. So I don't want to get into that. Yeah. Because people are weird. Agreed. (laughs) <laughs> it's just weird. Like people are like such know-it-alls about all of this. It's like, I'm not going to argue because how could anyone know? No one knows anything except that this is out of control and so strange. But what I do know is it's going to be so hard on parents who have to go back to work, yeah. but school isn't going back. Yeah. Like childcare and homeschooling and all of these pieces, I just cannot imagine. Okay. And then there's the workforce. So... Right now, it's starting to happen. Like, you know, we found out today, close friends of ours, their family members lost their jobs. I just keep hearing about more and more layoffs now and Mm -hmm. businesses closing. We just rolled up on our own office and they were like, our office is in this like, you know, kind of like business center, if you will. And quite a few of the businesses already, people have moved out. Yep. 
signs are up, and that was weird. I saw a thing today that more people will not pay their mortgage in June than in March and April. Really? Because you think about it, is a lot of the people were like furloughed, so they were still getting paid. Yeah. Then they got maybe like a check from the government that helped them out a little bit. You know, so there were some things. But as it gets further and further along, it's harder to keep that many employees. And I listened to a guy today on CNBC. He owns casinos and restaurants. Mm-hmm. It was that Tillman guy again. And he mm-hmm. owns the Houston Rockets. And he talked about it. He said, how can I hire back a full staff, everybody back, when I'm in the restaurant industry and I'm in the hotel industry where I can't have full capacity? Yeah. So if I can't have full capacity, how can I have full employment? Yeah. So there's lots of jobs out there that aren't going to come back as Uh fast. They just aren't. They just will not come back. And that's unfortunate. And may never come back. May never come back. May never come back. I mean, there's obviously, you know, I just talked about like restaurants and hotels and stuff. But think about all the people that as business owners, you know, you and I are business owners. And I've talked to a lot of business owners that have found out like, I don't need 30 people anymore. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Like they figured out like, I just don't need that many people. Yeah. And I wanted to say like. I'm not worried about us. I don't mind even the change. It's like, it's fine. Like, I know some things kind of bum you out. Like, the not traveling thing really has you bummed and stuff. Well, your person said it. It's not the fact that I can't travel. It's the fact that I don't know when I can. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess I could jump on a plane right now and go somewhere. But why just go somewhere to go somewhere? I just want everyone to know, like, everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out and we're all in this together what i mean by that is everyone's going through this Mm -hmm. so you're not alone and that's reassuring there's been a million positives there's a million silver linings to this i know that and i hope you guys remember that too but i just wanted to have a chat with brett because I know you guys are probably thinking a lot of these things and maybe you're having these conversations at your home and then, you know, the podcast, I've just been like moving on, like just topics that help you in general and, and not focusing on the pandemic, but it is our reality and it is weird and I can get bummed out and I can be a little like frustrated that like our house just isn't our house anymore. Like it's no. just doesn't even look it's like, like, it's a, it's it doesn't a look like it's what a, we created. Yeah, it's a, it's there's a gym in there now. There's, there's, it feels like know, it's a packing there's two, center. There's two kids. So there's, and Brock's working and Sierra's doing school. So there's that. And then, you know, we now do work in our home. You do a podcast, but like we're having to work. We're having to do meetings together. Yeah. We're having to jump on Zooms together. We're having to, it's like a workout gym plus an office. It's like we plus work. Plus a hotel. <laughs> like we work. Yeah. It's like a we work, a local little we work. Yeah, so there are things that I'm a little bummed about. And, like, I just keep thinking about, like, I have these clothes in my closet. I'm like, when will I wear these again? that's a crazy It's a weird thing, right? And even today, we just went into the office to do a Zoom coaching call for our marketing impact students. But I was like, oh, I'm going to get dressed up. And I'm like, why? I don't know. This is a weird decision. Do I get dressed up? I'm just going on Zoom. Just because I'm driving to the office to go on Zoom, do I get dressed up? And then I kind of got not dressed up, but I have, like, an outfit on. Like, I don't have sweats on. And then I was like, do I wear heels? Why does it feel weird to put heels on? So I put platforms on. 
But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody. I'd be willing to bet almost everybody that's been at home. Like some people still have to go to their jobs, you know, essential workers and such. But everybody that's been at home for the last two months, they got a uniform. There's yeah. a, there's a new uniform. Mine's like shorts, a t-shirt, and then throw a sweatshirt on at night. That was kind of honey. That was always your uniform. No, I was getting pretty good. I was wearing some joggers. I was wearing my jeans. Yeah, you're it's just right. like I don't even want to put that stuff on right now. Plus, yeah, what, I don't. What think is gonna, that? I don't think they're gonna fit. <laughs> All right, let's be honest here. <laughs> your boy Brett's put on at least ten. <laughs> For a, reals? A, I'm just gonna call it a Corona Eleven. Really? Yeah, I get it off. Fast. Yeah, I know how to do you it. You can. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, and there's just like little things, like even like we're recording this podcast right now in the car because I'm like, I just don't even want to start recording this in the house because as soon as we do, someone's going to come in, there'll be noise. I don't like asking the kids, hey, can everyone be silent? So we can work at, at seven o'clock at night. You know, yeah. It's, it's eight o'clock at night, you know, out here. So that feels like it's just, you know, it's all the like little inconveniences and, and trust me, trust and believe I know we have it so good. We're on the friggin' ocean. I know you guys have heard me say this, that I'm incredibly grateful, and I know it's just ridiculous to even hear. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's just different, and it can wear on you. And I really feel for my girlfriends who have little ones, like Janelle and Seward and Michaela, and they're homeschooling, and they're working, and you know they're pretty much doing it on their own for the yeah. most part and it's hard and they've got different age levels and yeah and then on top of that like just the changes in like their businesses and how about my ugh. our sister-in-law my brother's wife she's got four kids from third grade to eighth grade in homeschooling all of them well so does janelle seward it's just crazy you guys deserve a serious tropical vacation when this is all done yeah. somewhere Wherever you want to go. Like, if I was the president, that's what the stimulus would be. Anybody that has to take care of all these kids mm-hmm. and homeschool them, you're getting tickets. We could stimulate the, the Delta that way. The interesting thing, though, is like, at first when this all happened, I had this like, kind of almost like, I don't want to call it a panicked feeling, but I felt like I wanted to tell everyone like, run over here, run, cover your heads. Like, I wanted everyone I knew who owned a business. I was really worried about them. Yeah really freaked out about my friends who have businesses who weren't able to see what was coming their way. Yeah. And now I just feel like, well, that's their problem. I don't know how to say that without it sounding kind of cold, but just like, you know, I'm like, everyone will take care of themselves. Everything's going to work out. Yes. When I say everything's going to work out, I don't mean everything's going to be the same. I mean, some people are going to file for bankruptcy and some people are going to end up having to move in with their parents or move into smaller homes, but you're going to survive it and you'll be better for it. And it's part of God's plan. And that gives me peace. I have a sense of peace that I didn't have in the first month of this and it feels more normal now. I have a new routine. Yeah. I've got a, a better sleep habits. Mm-hmm. Sleep habits are fantastic now. I'm getting more sleep than ever. I like the hours that I work out. Yeah. I'm do- having a lot of joyful time. I'm mm-hmm. roller skating. Like, I don't know. I like the pace. I like our work pace. Do yep. you like our work pace? Yep. I mean, we went pretty hard in the paint for the last like six weeks. The first four. First four. Yeah. 
I just typically when we go hard, uh-huh. we usually like to go somewhere, and I think that's the only thing. Well, we me. could do that. I know, Couldn't we just get in our car and drive somewhere? We could, but like we said that a couple weeks ago, it's getting better and better. So, are any hotels open? I think they are, but like, so you go to a restaurant, so you're just going to order room service because you can't go. To, there's no restaurants in California, really, yeah. that you can go sit down in. So, so we'd be going to a hotel where we don't know who's cleaning it, That's what's going. A, yeah, it's yeah, just, we're going to go to a hotel to sit in our room. You're right. I yeah, didn't think so about that. Like, it, like when you and I go on vacation, we like to go and do stuff. Like we like to go take a boutique gym course. Oh, we can't do that right now. You know, gym yeah. class, you know, or, you know, we like to go shopping and, yeah. and, and, you know, stimulate the economy and, you know, spend money and shop and stuff like that. And it's just, none of that stuff is available right mm. now. And so I just don't want to waste. Like, well, you know what we, what I think people are doing is Airbnbs. I think, well, I don't think so yet. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Now, obviously, Airbnb has been hit, but I think more people are doing Airbnbs than they are hotels, it's right? It's going to be interesting. Because that's an interesting thought, because if you would normally let go, fly somewhere and stay in a hotel, you can't, I mean, I guess, like, from what we've just described, that would be kind of weird, because you're not going to the bar, you're not going shopping, you're not doing all the yeah. things. So you have something fun and interesting to look forward to, to travel and stay in a beautiful home in a nice location that's something to look forward to. I think we all just need things to look forward to because the things we were looking forward to aren't happening. Weddings aren't happening. Graduation plans. Kids going off to school in the fall. Like these things that people were looking forward to, a lot of them, it's like, well, what do I have to look forward to? You're going to have to create some things. You're going to have to sit down and say, well, what can we sit down and plan that we can look forward to in June and July? Do we have anything in June we can look forward to? Yeah, I was thinking things were going to start opening up a little bit better towards yeah. the end of June. Yeah. In that we might... Let's just take a trip up to, to well, like, was, Big Sur and stay in a Airbnb. Or we could take a trip back east and go to your sister's place for, you know, on the lake. In June? Well, towards the end of June and maybe around 4th of July. Because they've already canceled 4th of July fireworks out here in California. I'm never really into fireworks anyways. No, but, you know... I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, all right. That's the goal is just start sitting down and going, all right, what can we plan? Even if it's different, even if it's okay, this weekend, it's going to be no TV and we're all going to paint or we're all going to, I don't know, do something. You've got to have things that you look forward to. 100%. And I'll play the devil's advocate because I can hear people on the other side saying, but there's still so much limbo. Which there is, because, yeah. you know, that's the, what we spent the first, you know, part of this conversation talking about, like, what's going to happen with school. I mean, probably, I would guess 90% of your listeners are affected by that, by school. Yeah. There's, they're either little ones or they're college ones. Yeah. You know, so, you know, there's still some limbo, but you're 100% right. you got to plan some things to look forward to. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What's that? If we can't go anywhere, let's just say hypothetically, we couldn't go anywhere in June. Mm-hmm. What could we plan at home that you, Brett Johnson, would look forward to? I'm not a big craft guy. <laughs> Maybe like right now. Yeah. I don't care if people lash out. Have maybe like a little get together at the house. Yeah. Have some people over. Yeah. Some You'd people like that, that we know. Yeah. Yeah. Some people we know we haven't seen. You don't want to cook for anyone though, do you? Cater it. Okay. We'll get a cater. All right. 
That would make you happy. You'd look forward to that. That'd be You'd fun. like literally the look right forward people. to that. You know, we could put together. Would it be this be like a day thing, or would it be an evening thing? What would it look like? Sunset. Like they show up at like six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Dinner's being fancy made. cocktails. Fancy. Oh, bartender. we could make it like a restaurant. Yes, we could do a restaurant. We just got that we new. We could thing. make Brock and Sierra be the waiter and waitress. I don't know about that, but we got that nice table that we just yeah. created out there. Yeah, I and, like it. And you know, maybe have. I'm thinking like. So it's us two, 10 total. Yeah, just so like our family members. Yeah, people we know and stuff, you know. Sweeney's. All right. Yeah, something like that. That would be fun. Okay. I could would look you, forward to that too. That sounds great. Does that sound fun? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. I hope that you guys have some things you're looking forward to. If not, you got to create them. You know, you've got to ask your significant other, your kids, whoever's in quarantine with you. Because we all need things to look forward to. When you've got something to look forward to, it makes you, puts a little pep in your step. You wake up and go, oh, only five more days, only three more days, whatever. You need those things, right? You need to make sure you're supplementing, right? Hopefully you listen to Monday's podcast. And we just wanted to tell you how much we appreciate you keeping the pod squad busy, active, responding to me on Instagram, making Brett go viral on TikTok. That's right, baby. Viral. <laughs> Seriously, though, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Hang in there, everybody. This episode has been brought to you by Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30 day system. This is not just a day planner and learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to pushjournal.com.